This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. My sources tell me Noah was in town this week and met the livecast crew for dinner last night. I guess she forgot to invite your girl Shannon. Just remember Noah, there's a special place in hell for women who don't invite other women to succulent Italian meals. Our IP live cast starts now. I'd like to make a correction to Shannon there. Uh, she is not a girl. She is a computer-generated AI that reads announcements for the RIP live cast podcast. Who are you to tell Shannon what she is and isn't? Just saying. Just saying. We designed her subroutines. So we should know. We are, in fact, a creator. Wow, very possessive way to kick right. off RIP live cast. Welcome. I'm a, I'm a grammarian. I'm very dedicated. It is Saturday, September 17th, and you are with us live in Technicolor, Daddy. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Uh, Rob, it's not technically telecolor. Oh. <laughs> and of course, if you ever want to send us your feedback, we'd love to hear it. RIPLivecast at gmail.com is our email address to send us your emails and voice memos and such. You can also send some lovely words to Sid's kitty. Sid's Ziggy kitty hanging out. Hanging out in the shot. We'll see how long he could put up with my noise. Maybe Bob goes back here on the couch and I was like, oh, maybe she'll pop in. But then she went under the ottoman. It's over. Popped out. Uh, <clears throat> but you can hang out with us every Saturday around noonish, And then make sure to check our socials to make sure we don't go on a little later the socials are of course r.i.p a live cast universally virtually just search for it it's rob here with sid and taryn and as shannon so eloquently put during her little moment in the sun we did see former live cast host and producer noah yesterday it was lovely it was great to see her she was in town visiting seeing some friends seeing some pets and uh, we got some good Italian uh, food out of it. Yeah. Any highlights for you guys? The food. I was sort of at a distance from Noah and Avi, so I was basically just talking with Darren the whole night. <laughs> Me and Darren had like the most old New York conversation yeah. possible. Colonoscopies and sports. Yeah. <laughs> just complaining about Mets stuff and sharing colonoscopy stories. <laughs> it was great. Hey, nice I to have someone you can relate to on so many different levels. Sure. You're the too much tuna guys now. <laughs> Except there was uh, too much pasta because we're an Italian yeah. restaurant. But other than that, it really was the right amount of pasta, I have to say. I did not get a food coma. I yeah. agree. It was a nice big bowl, nice plating, but not uh, not overkill. You also smartly didn't eat your dessert. I did. So that's when I started to feel a little queasy. Oh. Oh, the yeah. the dairy got yeah. you going. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. you already had dairy with the with the sauce. It's probably some crema in the yeah, sauce. Oh, and you had the Parmesan fritters. Mm-hmm. So that's what already are you remembering everything I ordered. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, uh, food is easy Darren to remember. Got? What did I get? Uh, Darren, did you get the garlic bread appetizer? Are you or, checking or your notes? 
No, I did not. <laughs> no, I don't have any dough. You, I mean, you got like some sort of toast with cheese on it. I remember. I don't remember I will, what it was exactly. I will um, credit you, Rob, with that answer because it did look like garlic bread. So I'm going to say your memory was correct. You just yeah, correctly. I, I don't know exactly what it was. So what was it that you got? It was called pane parmesan, and it was like a soft uh, breadsticks coated mm. with uh, mozzarella cheese and probably some other cheese blend. Okay, so a heavy dairy appetizer, and then I don't remember—I I don't quite remember actually your entree. It was just spaghetti with a white cream sauce. It was not Alfredo, some other kind of cream mm-hmm. sauce, but I don't mm-hmm. quite remember what the so name. So you were was. staying in the starch and dairy combo family for your appetizer mm-hmm. and your entree. I think it had goat cheese. Ooh. It. Some kind of goat shredded goat cheese on the top. Technically of it. a vegetarian meal. No, no meat in it. I'm trying to do that like once a maybe once a week. Not always successfully, but like, you know, I'm aiming for once a week to get do one vegan or vegetarian meal. Mm-hmm. And when I do, I feel better. Like I sort of the next day I don't I feel like I have more energy and I'm not dragging. But it's just it goes the other way. Like if I if I've ever done that more than once in a week, I feel like I'm jonesing for meat so i can't really like it doesn't have the full effect of if i continue on i have to do it in little bursts for me it's the the bigger priority is avoiding dairy than avoiding meat i find that my body at as i approach 40 my body is telling me rob cut down on the dairy other than mm-hmm. ice cream ice cream is the one thing i will <laughs> my body non-dairy like, ice cream this is fine i do love uh i like oh, okay. I'll, I don't I'll like the, the vegan ice creams, though. I don't know if you like Cool Whip, but there's a great uh, non dairy Cool Whip that's made oh, it's out a of coconut. coconut. Cocoa Whip. Okay, I could do coke. Coconut is a is a fine substitute. I feel. So uh, I'm. I haven't tried. I'm curious about oat milk ice cream because I do like. I've I've replaced uh, dairy milk with oat milk in my day to day coffee consumption. It's actually quite mm. good. I really like it. It's good. Yeah. Sid, have you tried it? Yes, once or twice. I don't like it. It's fine. I don't remember which brand. Maybe Oatly. Oatly is the one that yeah. advertises everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Dusty Roots Muffler asks soy milk. And my response is I cannot. Uh, my body does not react well to soy. So I Really? Much, so you can't yeah. even be a soy boy? You're, you're so delicate that you're yeah. not. You're well, that's a soy boy? That's what's so funny to me. Also, though, uh, just about the like the right wing memes are always so behind the times. Like, give me a soy lot. Like, these soy latte drinking leftists, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Most, like, soy milk in lattes is very passe now it's either like oat milk is the is the is the milk du jour of the moment and then like maybe almond milk like soy milk is like it's so 2000 and late you know Rob, you should as, do as, a, as the great philosopher fergie would say you should do a spin-off podcast where you explain reality to like conservative like, meme makers isn't yeah, that what like, he used to do on metal injection that was like <laughs> his first job well, you know how you're the, the sure. you were you were commenting on grammar, uh, Darren earlier. For me, w- when I see right wing memers, memers and like like 
memers uh, and the references are off. I feel like the need to correct them. Like, I think what you're going for here actually is the term is like oat milk latte. That would be more, more, more relevant to, to what you're trying to say. So you want to make them more effective marginalizers yeah. of, uh, yeah. I like, look, if, if you're, if you're going to stereotype, <laughs> stereotype correctly or accurately, at least, you know, I'll tell you one thing. Christian Walker would never make that. So I mistake. Yes. Christian He's Walker on- is, is my favorite. Favorite right wing troll, uh, son of Herschel Walker. I mean, oh. I feel like we may may have uh, brought him up on the show once or twice. Uh, I'm a big fan of his hilarious. delivery, not so much. Yeah, like him. yeah, his politics are terrible. But like, if I had to, you know, gun to my head, him or Randy Rainbow, Christian Walker all the way. If if <laughs> and, and the like politically, I probably align much closer to uh, Randy Rainbow. You mean, but you mean to fuck. No, I mean to 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 be entertained by. Oh, he's a twin. Okay. He, he's right up Rob's alley, I think, isn't he? Uh, well, Rob would be up his alley. I well, if take okay, the okay. politics out of it. I just mean you <laughs> saw this man's visage on Grinder, and forget you know who he is and all that. He's a little too scrawny for me, but no. he is in my wheelhouse. I will, I will admit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also, but he he's is like a- twenty-one or twenty-two, so it's like a little. Uh, does crazy. that matter if you just go in there to have sex, like their age? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> all right, you know, barring underage men, but I mean, like the fact that he's legal. Ask the legalities. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, <laughs> you know, I, you know I, I don't want someone who, like, still kind of looks like a teenager. That's not appealing. Oh, fair. So it's aesthetic, though. It's not like you're not. Yeah, it's more aesthetic. Them. Yeah. Right. The, I, yes. Yes. You that don't like you, the, the fact of the fresher butt doesn't balance it out for you? <laughs> it's just a butt that's been used less? That's taken into heavy consideration. It's, Certainly. It's, it's, a nice, it's a nice challenge. I, th- I just feel oh. like that is very, um, from my perception, that seems like something, regardless of gay or straight, that goes against stereotype of what men like. They usually sound like sexually they're more attracted to young men or women, whatever the case may be. Well, the thing is, I feel like uh, uh, I prefer a certain level uh, of experience because if you're, you know, if you're like too, you know, I don't want to be doing a training session. I just want to have some fun, you know. I feel like that seems to me like a, 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 maybe I've heard that before, like in the gay community that it's like this, it's just everyone knows exactly what they want from a young age and they've, they're more because they're gay. Like they're more, in, I wouldn't in say that's with, true. Oh, I'm, I, I could be totally wrong, but let me just establish my thought. And sure, then sure, sure, debunk it is that uh, like they, they've been exploring their feelings because they're like so marginalized in their feelings and maybe face bigotry over it, that they think about it more and they are very much more aware of their fetishes than straight people are at a younger age. And so they're more in tune, like with what they like in their partners. And therefore someone who's not experienced, who happens to not have done that and doesn't have that hammered out would be really annoying to them. Yeah, uh, certainly. Yeah. In that sense. Yes. But I feel like you kind of think you know what you like, and then you actually, you're there. Yeah. You thought (laughs) you like the ultimate warrior. uh, (laughs) Right. 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 And you're like, Oh wait, this isn't, this isn't what I assumed it would be. You know, like well, it's only once you have the experience that you do find what you like and don't like uh, beyond what you assume you would mm-hmm. like. You, you might 
think you you would want to try something but when you're actually there and doing it it's not as fun as you assumed well rob told me i hope i'm not telling tales out of school rob but when rob gave up the ultimate warrior it was when he found out those tassels were cutting off his blood flow to his penis oh no <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah that would have worked for me that's not attractive rob likes those bloody dicks <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> wasn't that a Cardi B song? <laughs> if it wasn't, it should be. I wear bloody dicks. <laughs> Big hit in the UK. Oh, God. Bloody, sure. I don't know. Prince Charles, I thought you were. Oh, no. Oh, oh. You all of his fingers look like that. Oh, they do, like. sort of. Oh. Gross. <laughs> but yeah, we saw Noah last night. That was lovely. Yeah. Anybody, yeah. anybody else have highlights other than the food? Uh, well, I told the story uh, to you and Rob right next mm. to each other, and then Noah horned in on it, and she wanted to really hear it, and I was like, well, it's not that great. She's like, tell, <laughs> me later, tell me later. And then she put me on the spot right outside the restaurant, gathered everybody around in a circle, <laughs> and I'm telling the story, and it was like a two-and-a-half-star story. And she was expecting a five-star story, and it just kind of went like that. So well, also, I feel like you you might have caved under the pressure because you gave us the first draft of the story mm -hmm. at the dinner table, and, and we were off to the corner. So, like, you know, yep. you, it was us. You couldn't really hear our conversation with the rest of the table yeah. just because how big the place was and how long the table was. And I felt like on the initial telling, you you told it with a little more vigor. Than, yeah, than you definitely did an edited, quicker version. Yeah, outside. which I understand. I'm not judging you because it it did. She was putting you on the spot when everyone I was like, fright. "All right, let's leave." Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, "Wait, tell us the story." Which has been involved, <laughs> truthfully, right. and, and and ultimately a very trivial thing. It was like a ha ha. It was very interesting what happened, but it wasn't like uh, my was, friends yeah. need to hear this. You know, so it I was kind of yeah. Darren has to tell this story. I kind of bombed, so, yeah. but it wasn't totally my fault. In a way, though, great roasting by Noah to put you on the spot. <laughs> I'm a, if, An well, no, roasting. deduct points because she wasn't trying to do that. Yeah. She right, had been fair. maliciously trying to roast me. It I wasn't would take the L, no. you know what I mean? But, it was just like, <laughs> but you realize now you have to tell the story a third time because the listeners want to hear it. It's not. Trust me, guys. <laughs> I'll put it in the Discord. There you go. That's an no, oh, no! I thought this was the setup for the story. No, you absolutely have to tell the story. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're doing what Noah did now. Everyone, every listener, listener, gather around, gather around. Stop what you're doing. Stop what yeah. you're doing. Put down your work. Darren has to tell the story. The Go whole ahead, uh, promotional uh, links for this episode will be Darren has a story to tell. Tune Darren in. Darren, shocking, revealing story. Yeah, no, it's not. I, I, do you really want me to tell it? Yes, yes. yes okay, so I'm, I'm in this class, and it's a Zoom class at, on in college. I went back to college as an old person uh, during quarantine, so I'm still taking classes, and it's a film class, so they make us watch movies, and then every week there's like a discussion board online, so you got to go to the discussion board, and you got to talk about the movie we just watched. This week it was Moonlight, which is like one of my favorite movies ever. And there's this guy in the class, seems like a nice guy, probably like mid-30s. Uh, he's Indian. He's an Indian immigrant, heavy accent. Uh, but he goes, to, and he, we know, by the way, when I set this up, we know pre beforehand that we have to read this thing in the class over the Zoom call. Okay, so he decides to write his review by going to Rotten Tomatoes and just copy-pasting 
one fourth of a review, not even the whole thing, but like the, now, the setup. The setup. That's the, the part review. that you left out when you retold it to Noah. That in my head, I was like, "Oh, you've left out the key." Oh, I'm sorry, Noah. Wherever if you're watching this, I apologize. Now, I failed you. Know, you. It's like a Rotten Tomatoes, or you just any review that you, no. you just got a fourth of. It was literally a rotten. T- he, I went because I I googled what he wrote because I had to see. What oh, okay, was excellent. And that's and what I was, was wondering. Yes, it was. It was uh, the first link response was Rotten Tomatoes, and it was verbatim. So wow. it was like the f- the first two paragraphs of like a ten pa- paragraph review, and wow. it cut off in the middle, like basically in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> and then he gets called on, and then he starts reading this review that he clearly didn't write, and it's like he can't pronounce half of the words in his own review. He's just kind of sitting there. The word brouhaha was in there. Oh, and he's no. like, boo-ha, boo-ha, And he just skips it. And he just goes to the next word. Like anytime there was a, a word he wasn't familiar with, he just went to the next word. So, I, I could sort that, of. That's, uh, go, go ahead, Rob. I think that's the best part of the story is that he, <laughs> he plagiarized this review. He mm. knew he had to present it and didn't even bother to like skim it. Right yeah. before it. Like he, that's how little he cared. But Rob. here's. The absolute best part of this was when he got to a point. This this reviewer was like lukewarm on Moonlight, which if you're going to steal a review, steal a positive one because the teacher clearly loves this movie. She made it clear before. So why are you going to – you're sort of like contradicting what the professor is saying, giving her more reason to scrutinize you. Yeah. Uh, so she, so he, he gets – but he didn't even realize that. So he gets to the sentence where it says uh, – Moonlight is a good film, but it's not a great film. And then he does the uh, Flintstones, like, foot screeching, driving the car thing, right? And he's like, oh, uh, I think I need to watch this movie again, Professor, if you will let me watch it again and review it. Because I think I've learned things in this class that uh, I, I'm not, I, I didn't watch it and absorb it enough. He made up a whole bunch of bullshit. And she's like, no, 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 go on. Come, can you continue reading? Oh, and she let this God. poor guy plow through this thing for, like, five minutes. And she never challenged him. She actually, I, I think she put it to the class to challenge him. She's like, anyone have a response to this review? Nobody said, I don't want to be the guy to snitch this guy out, you know? Yeah. I kind of did, but then I, I thought it would be like. Unethical. But like, where would it go? Okay, well, let's, okay, let's, let's say pause. like. Let's say let's this say, is this, yeah. this is the this is Nathan Fielder's The Rehearsal. Okay. And yeah, you yeah, got yeah. a do-over and you could call him out. How uh, would you have done it? I would have honestly. I, I'm going to preface this by saying I would not do this in real life. But like yes. my, what I imagine me saying is like, you know, we're all fucking working hard in this class. You think you could you just like, could we just admit that this is like you just took this off a website? Like it's kind of obvious to everybody. Like why are we pretending about this? You know what I mean? Like it was just we all had to sit there and pretend that the, it was very cringy. Like it was awkward for me. I know it was awkward for the class. I know I don't know if it was awkward for the teacher. She's a very nice teacher, very intelligent, but she sometimes checks out. Like you know what I mean? I don't feel like she she yeah. might. This is a two percent chance she didn't realize what was happening. I I mean, it sounds. I doubt rare. it. Yeah. I doubt it, but it's possible because she didn't act. She didn't show a, a word. Like she she acted mm-hmm. like he wrote a, a she did a shitty job, but she didn't I act see. like he stole it. You know, she's like, try harder, come back next time. And she didn't, she was so nice to him. And I was like, what the, what's happening here? What is happening? That's the main thing about this is I thought I was losing my mind. I was like, nobody's reacting (laughs) to this. And I wanted to be the one to just be like, this guy just took this off of Rotten Tomatoes. Like it ends in the middle of a sentence. He didn't even copy and paste it right. He didn't click through the whole way. 
Because, you know, Holy on the front God. page, it just gives you, like, the first, like, two and a half sentences of the review, and then you have to click through for the full thing. Yeah. So he didn't – he just took the blurb and didn't actually click through. Right. That's how lazy read, read more. was. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Hand amazing. Class meets once a week. You couldn't just watch Moonlight and write three sentences about it? Ugh. Like way, when you told the story movie. earlier, you didn't mention his age, so I assumed he was like an older guy. He probably has kids. He was oh, super yeah. busy with work and kids, blah blah blah. But if he's in his thirties, then maybe not. Maybe he's just a lazy dick. Who knows? He's, he's a film guy. He went on to say later, like he's he's into the technical side, and he you know they force you to take every when you have a mm. film major, you you have to do every you have to do the business class about film. Okay. You have to do film history. You have to do screenwriting. You have to, and then if you are the guy that wants to be a director or a cameraman, then you you have more, the majority of your classes in that. But you have to do mm -hmm. everything. So he's in the film criticism class now. Yeah, and he's really like a a lights guy or whatever the fuck okay. he is, you know. So he said that later in the class. I don't know about this film criticism stuff, you know. But That's at wild. least try for fuck's sake. So, like, do you have any sense of like what his favorite movies are? Like, what his movie vibe is? I can actually look that up because everyone wrote it down. Uh, oh, let's I see. Try to look it up. Yeah, but, uh, oh, you want me to do it right it. now? Hey, as I'll come, I'll say come back to it in the in the. Yeah, the show. I'll find it. Thank you, Tutorino. Tutorino said it has a very cute cat. Which anyway, I hope that story it. bombed less. But if it did bomb, I want to point out that these two guys made me tell. No, did I thought it, this oh, time I'm... might be the best of the three. Oh, yeah. thank you. Maybe Actually. the show like energizes me to have a better delivery. Practice makes perfect. And I'm not full of pasta either at the time. <laughs> I'm full of frosted flakes right now. Okay, I don't see where he, I think when we had the favorite movies thing, it was like verbal. Like she just went mm. around and asked. I thought uh, it was in this in this discussion board, but it's not, unfortunately. What what movies did you announce? Did you say about? Um, I said uh, Ghostbusters. I said uh, Battle Royale. Uh, what else did I say? Uh, I they, see it changes every, from week to week, so that's that's mm. the problem. Yeah, that uh, was Glorious Bastards is one. Uh, that I always mix my lists. Kiss versus the Phantom of the Park. Yeah, love that. Uh, <laughs> you should have just referenced like live cast movies. There was uh, well, the movie that came out this year that instantly made my list was Everything, mm. Everywhere, All mm -hmm. at Once. Oh yeah, that's one of my favorite mm. movies of all time. Not all this year, yeah. but of all time. Yeah, yeah. I recently joined Letterboxd. It's a uh, very, uh, very. Uh, interesting social network it's a social network based around movie reviews and basically you can review whatever you want and see how other people it's kind of i guess it's it's kind of like rotten tomatoes mm -hmm. but uh they make a big deal about uh your friend list and so you see how your friends rate movies and and what they're rating and, and i've actually like it's a pretty small social network so I've, there's only like 20 people or so that i know on there but it's been a fun way to kind of discover newer uh obscure movies but the point i was getting to is on your profile it asks you to pick your four favorite movies and instinctually the movies i went i was like wait a minute these are my favorite movies from like 2005 i've seen more movies since this you know like yeah. i haven't thought about that mm -hmm. and like i certainly like there's movies you know for example like um uh, like the original Matrix, I would say, was one of my favorite movies. But that's such a boring answer to, yeah. like, okay, everyone likes the Matrix. You know, but, like, at, at the time, it, like, moved me. 
I think uh, the my similar answers <laughs> that I tell everybody is uh, Ghostbusters, and everyone says, "Ah, that's a fucking blockbuster movie." But Ghostbusters right, right. is like a perfect diamond of like filmmaking. Like, you mean the recent about- one, though? Yes, the one with the women. Uh, yeah, with no. Leslie Jones. Yeah, yeah. So it's I, just I, really I, per- like every aspect of that movie is like you couldn't change one thing and make it better. It's just for what it was trying to do. It's just perfect, perfect dialogue, perfect like characters. The characters are not. Like wise crack, like one of them is a wise cracker, but it's not like they're not trying to be funny. Like the funny, the comedy derives from the situation. Like his four regular dudes trying to run a business, and the comedy arrives arises from these doofuses becoming the saviors of the world. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. why I love that movie so much because it's the it's the least tryhard movie ever. You know, it's just so good in that it's like even keelness. You know. It's dry. It's a great movie, yeah. Dry. Dude, you ask, does Rob still cry during SLC Punk? Did I say I cried during that movie? Did you? I don't remember. No, I don't remember saying that, but uh, that's certainly one of those movies where I uh, I really want to uh, go back and see it and see how I feel about it now as an adult. Because as a kid, I was like, oh, this movie had a message. man. The message was that the main character sucked, right? That's all I got uh, from it. And then at the end, he sells out. And you're like, oh, yeah, okay. So he does suck. Cool. Oh, I get it. Said destroying that, Rob's. Uh, as I recall, I mean, I haven't seen it in probably 20 years. And I went into it expecting to hate it. Mm-hmm. And then that was Wait. confirmed. Ah. But I, I don't I'll have, know. I'll have to check. I'll have to check if, if he is as unlikable to adult Rob as he was to baby Sid. Who, uh, who, the, the Matthew Lillard, right? That was the yeah. guy. Who else is in that movie? Is there anybody uh, else? Shifty Shortcake says Zombievers is his favorite movie outside of obvious Hollywood blockbusters. I don't know what Zombievers is. Do any of you, do you, either of you guys? No. I didn't hear you. What? Zombievers? You ever hear of that movie? That's probably just cashing in on the uh, tornado, Sharknado thing, right? 2014 film starring no one I've ever heard of. I'm sure it's a Sharknado ripoff. I guarantee you. There's so many movies like that that are hybrids of two things attacking people. After so, Sharknado, uh, be, yeah, the, the poster, yeah. In, uh, in SLC Punk, Devin Sawa, Adam Pascal, James Duval, yeah. Jason Siegel. Yeah. Zombievers made forty-four thousand box office. It's pretty good. Hmm. 34,000 44,000. 44, oh, so, sorry. I didn't mean to short sell it short. <laughs> but I profited that, or that was the gross? It just says box office 44,000. Oh, that can't be good. <laughs> or maybe but, sometimes, though, they don't re- they release it in one theater just to make it qualify as a theater release. So yeah, it's probably. And then it's it was made- released in the Tribeca Film Festival. Mm-hmm. It seems like this is okay. like a comedy thing because the person who did the movie he's like it has a lot of like comedy central credits and stuff okay so at least it was like a movie that knew it was absurd <laughs> i think all those sharknado ripoffs kind of know that i've like, never yeah. seen any of them i don't even sit down and watch them i've seen clips and stuff yeah whenever i see a really stupid one like i'll go and watch five minutes of it Wow, Dudorino can quote all of the movie Blue Streak, which I think I own the DVD of. It's a Martin Lawrence vehicle. Wow. Uh, Yeah. He's a cop. Yep. 
<laughs> Why do you want the DVD? That's how that's how much it moved you that you felt you needed to own it. Well, forever. it was back in the days where I don't even remember what the company was, but where you could like send in your unwanted CDs and DVDs and trade, and somebody was it like Swap Tree or something like that? Rob, I think it was when we lived together that I used this service mostly. Okay, and like so, you'd put up like the CDs and DVDs or books you were looking to give away. And then you put like a wish list of stuff you want. And whenever there was a match, you would just put your thing in a mailer and send mm-hmm. it to the person. And the person would send you the piece of media that you wanted. And I think that's how I got Blue Streak. It was just like I I had a very broad list of wants. She's like, let, let me get rid of these CDs that I stole from Brooklyn College for whatever I can get for them. I'll tell you another one that is fairly recent that got added to my list is uh, the Arrival. You've all seen that, right? Which oh, one is that? Or just the, uh, Arrival? Is it Arrival? No, I think yeah. it's the, the oh the original story. The, is that the one with Amy Adams and yeah. Forrest Whitaker? Yeah, yeah, it's just Arrival. Uh, Forrest Whitaker's accent in that I'm still baffled by. I don't yeah, know what I the really fuck like he was doing in that movie. The rest of the movie was fine, but Forrest Whitaker damn near ruined that movie for me. I don't know <laughs> what the fuck he was doing. Isn't that just because you know what he really sounds like? And it wouldn't be a big deal, would it? But the accent, I couldn't even place it. Like, is it a Boston? Maybe, but not really. I don't know what the hell he was trying to do. Well, let me throw this at you. Maybe that was done intentionally because the movie is about unraveling cryptic messages from an alien race. So maybe so even his voice. It's a motif. You know what I mean? Like okay, that's fine. I'm just help trying to help the filmmakers yeah. there. And first, I like, what actually what actor, I was watching. I when I was watching Nope, the new uh, Jordan Peele movie, I was very much reminded of Arrival. I I really? Okay. I still have. Oh, I should say Get Out. That goes on the list. Of, That's uh, great. Us, I thought it was mixed. I like. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little disappointed with us. I like the concept a lot. I thought there were some things about it that were a little bit whack. Yes. But I didn't see Nope yet. So the movies that I landed on on my f- top four on Letterboxd, which if you're on Letterboxd, add me, Rob Injection. Uh, the Are you legally I... still allowed to use that as a username? Sure. Just a word. Yeah, I wanted to inject my Rob into you. Oh. Uh, the top four that I that I ended up with are Fight Club, Austin Powers, Goodfellas, and Requiem for a Dream. Now, can I ask a follow-up on that? Mm-hmm. Is Austin Powers on there out of nostalgia? Like, have you watched it recently? Does it still hold to your top four? Or is it just because it was the so ori- I feel like the original is, like, beyond my personal, <laughs> like, you know, gr- comedic growth from the entire series. I feel the first one is just one of the best parody movies of all time. And it, it, it holds up. It holds up completely on its own. And it's like, to me, it has the quotability and the watchability of like a Simpsons episode. Like I've seen it so many times now where if it's on in the other room, I don't even need the visual to see what's going on. Cause I know it. Cause I've seen it so much. You know what is weird though? Uh, it's if that you don't realize when you go back and watch the first one is how like kind of understated he is playing this Austin Powers. Like yeah. he's, it sounds weird because it's such an over the top movie, but compared to the other two movies, it's very mm. muted. Like he's like kind of doing a James Bond with a little bit of doofishness added. Doctor Evil too. It's a it's a much more muted Doctor Evil. He's much more farcical in the later films. Yep. Uh, and and uh, it is my favorite comedy. I think of all uh, of you know, like either it would be that or a- Anchorman. I feel like I ultimately watch Austin Powers more than Anchorman, more like Wayne's World. Uh, 
Anchorman, that's great. That second one, maybe not so much, but that probably didn't need to come out. Yeah. yeah. I was just in. Whoa, Rob, your mom is in the chat. No, she's not. What? That's, it not, says it. that's not actually. Mama Rob, Mama Rob. Right uh, that's not Mama Rob. No, I verified it. We just, we were just. Uh, she doesn't know how to use Twitter. And her follow up we comment DMing. confirmed. She knows yeah. that it's. She, that it's really you. She knows yeah. these facts that nobody else would know about you. You watch Rob the Simpsons as a little boy. Not many people did that, so it's very yeah. easy to identify Rob <laughs> there. That is the one show that she knows that I watch, <laughs> which technically I haven't really watched it in like a day. And, Although I, I've, I've tuned in recently. Uh, I watch a few new episodes. They're not bad. They're all right. Although she probably didn't watch it with you because there's no, a person with, not. with blue hair in it. And she <laughs> reacted so negatively when you had blue hair. She threw a shoe <laughs> at the television. Yeah. She thought. What? Uh, <laughs> it's in the fountain? No, <laughs> it's the screen. I thought kram means dick. No, not kram. Ikran. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Is that true or is that a Borat made up thing? Kram. I've never heard it in you know, any huh? other context. It means scar. In Russian, oh. kram means scar. Oh. Or like so his... if you're kramai, you're like limping or you're wounded. Oh, so his penis is a wound? I guess. It's fantastic. Could be. Ooh, oh. your mom brings up Shaun of the Dead. That's a great movie. Love Shaun of that the Dead. That is a great movie. Yeah. Your mom's got good taste, Rob. It's very impressive. <laughs> Uh, I like. I watched. And uh, did we talk about last night in Soho on this on this program? Uh, I think you talked to me offline. Edgar about Wright. It. Oh yeah, it's a it's an interesting concept for a movie. Uh, he definitely tried to do something unique, and uh, ultimately, I enjoyed it. You know who's in it? Uh, fr- the woman from Game Anya of Thrones. The one who's a uh, tell Cersei it was me. Oh, the old lady. The old lady. It, yeah, it's dead now. What's I forget her name? Oh yeah, I guess she is dead. But yeah, she's great in this. I have to say, mentioning Shaun of the Dead, I actually liked. Uh, I, I I I my crazy. I like The World's End better than Shaun of the Dead. Be I think Shaun of the Dead is still my favorite, but they're all good. Yeah, all Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, to me is just unbelievable. That's another actually. You know, like I need to rewatch that because that is that is definitely one that I remember thinking was a flawless. Mm-hmm. Film. I've rewatched like it a, a few great times. Movie. Yeah, it it's great because, like it, it does something a lot of movies don't do, which is start as a parody and then it winds up like kind of not being a parody anymore. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's still funny, but it sort of becomes a serious zombie movie, which is very. In a strange. way, I think those are the best parodies. The one like, I feel like that's kind of in a sort of what Austin Powers did. Like it started as a James Bond parody, and then it just totally became its own thing. I also think it, it um, like the best parody movies have a, a they start with a serious plot like they write the whole movie and then they insert jokes and comedic threads you know yeah which I think is really cool uh, but the bad parodies don't do that they just write a bunch of gags and it's just like not another teen movie or whatever yeah, yeah. all of those junk ass movies movie forty three the same guy made uh, I think one of the same guys that made uh, all those parody movies mm. movie forty three. We were just talking about that because Halle yeah. Berry was in that. Uh, that's awful. Maybe we should do movie forty three on the Patreon. I think you've suggested that before. Sure. What was the What was the plot of that? Or it's not a plot. It's like um, vignettes. It's like twenty vignettes or something. But this it's just a, like a cash in. Like this guy 
had a bunch of Hollywood connections and he called in a bunch of favors. So like a lot of stars are in this movie, big, big stars like Halle Berry are in it doing like dumbass like YouTube type skits uh, that are just gross out skits and stuff like that. It's just really bizarre. It's not even barely a movie. It's just a funny phenomenon to like see how Hollywood works in this dumbass movie. It's sort of it's sort of like a Ponzi scheme, like yeah. a movie version of a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, like the Adam Sandler uh, Ponzi schemes. You know, he just got a uh, a deal with a with a, a uh, studio to just keep making these movies over and over, and to fund his friends going to Hawaii and Africa yeah. and all these all these vacations and the movies. All are the, the power same too. Thing. I'm not going to watch them, but no, I don't. Okay. I can't. I can't go with that. Sorry. I feel like I'm- that just makes movies worse when, like, in general. It's just filler. It, well, it goes beyond the the scope of this is just a bad movie. Like I think that changes the industry, and then worse movies get made yeah. because that that's possible to do. That's why if it was just a bad movie, I'd be like, I like what Rob said. Ah, fuck it, you know. But and it's sort of just like a very cynical. Like you're not making a movie because you had this great idea and you want to see it on screen. Right. You're making a movie because you want to get together with your friends at a location right. and be paid to do it. And okay, we'll say we're making a movie, whatever. Let's take right. a weekend to shit out a script. And they're full of ads. They're full of Al Pacino doing like uh, Dunkin' Donuts commercials. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Come on. So it's like, so the, well, the fact that that works is like a bad commentary on where movies are, you know? So Sid, what are your, what are your four favorite films? I, like you said, when you like, you thought about it, they were all from 2005. I haven't really thought of that in 20 years so everything i say is probably going to be from like the late 90s and it's probably not accurate like the first things that come to mind are like fight club royal tenenbaums maybe i'll put everything everywhere all at once on that because that's like the most recent thing that really blew me away but i can't even there's like i know i'm forgetting like five thousand great movies it's too hard yeah i really liked her is it or yeah her was that it the walking phoenix movie yeah yeah well he has the the ai becomes his girlfriend Mm -hmm. yeah how about uh, Brokeback Mountain? I'm a big fan of that movie. Are you putting Mama Raba in the... Hey. What? Oh, oh yay. Hey. Raba, oh, very young. <laughs> I was on? Mama Raba all along. I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> I thought Rob was just putting a listener on. I yeah, so was... did I. I was like, well, you didn't clear this. Oh, yeah. the well, technically, I you guess, did. I guess I am a listener, so... Yeah. Fair. Are you at the airport? What are you doing? I'm at the like food court of Newark Airport. Oh my god! Because our flight, our flight has been delayed for like six hours. What? I don't know what to do. Jesus, I just want to go home today. You look like you're. I look. I look horrible. I need. You don't look horrible. (laughs) It's just the the hat is over your face. (laughs) I know because. So I thought we were gonna have like a morning flight, so I didn't really bother like taking like washing my face or anything so i just i just look terrible but i couldn't miss out on the opportunity to call thank That's you fantastic it's so you. nice to see you yesterday <laughs> at first yeah. i thought oh oh my god yesterday was so fun and it's like part of the reason why i barely slept because i was so hyper from seeing everyone and catching up with everyone it was it was very interesting i thought that like after so long of not really hanging out with everyone in person i thought it was just like like very meaningful and it was good to see how like everyone kind of grew in their own way and you know like everyone kind of had something going on you know not me 
Yeah, I didn't really talk to you because you were like tucked away in the corner as usual. Yeah. But uh, I assure you, I have nothing. At least but, nothing. Oh, James no, 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 the no. least. There yeah. is there is something about Sid actually that I learned through Amy Uh-oh. that was positive. Oh no, it's a good thing. Um, mm. The the neighbor I heard I heard you oh. had some uh, some cojones. Uh, I mouthed off to him, but he stopped him. bothering us. But I don't have I talked about this on the show? I can't remember. I probably did because it's been like a year or two since it happened. I feel like you may have you have you you may mention the neighbor that writes the poetry. Yeah, and always like bangs on the ceiling anytime we walk, and we could hear him fucking sometimes. Oh, I pictured this guy as a Douglas Levison type. I didn't think no, he's like a he's like a nebbishy like sixty year old Italian guy that gets laid like that. I I mean, if your standards are low enough, I'm I'm (laughs) assuming he's not bringing supermodels home, or he gets a prostitute. It's possible. It's very possible. <laughs> That's my favorite international foods cold cut. I have to say, prostitutka. <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, uh, the the basic thing is, we had our refrigerator, fr- our freezer had a leak, and it leaked into his apartment, and so he came up here to complain, and I was like, super sarcastically, I was like, yeah, we made it leak on purpose because we fucking hate you. <laughs> and Can keep mouthing off and that? we'll make it leak again. And he left. He told the super that I said this because I guess he believed me. Oh. What an idiot. But after that, there's never been any static from that guy. So I think that he it's possible that he's just scared we'll make the freezer leak into his apartment again on purpose. Or as if he that's just, a thing we could do. Maybe he's scared of the fact that you're so insane that you would say that even if you were joking. It's, to it's a possible. Stranger. But really, it's just like any bully... Like all, you just stand up to them once, and they they back off because they're not used to people actually speaking up for themselves. They're used to just talking over everybody. And I just like who the yeah. f- you're, you're my height. You're good for 20 you. Twenty years older than me. Why I'm not fucking scared of you? Who are you? It's hilarious. I just laugh at him. So yeah. So there you go. Don't mess with Sid. Uh, right. Some comments from the chat. Just Dusty Rose Muffler says I miss Aww. you. Aww. And Jagrina nice gorgeous hat, Noah. My current favorite hat. You really didn't just wear it for this show. No, I, well, I, I, well, I actually did wear it for the show because I wasn't wearing it before. Oh. So now I, you I don't put my my sunglasses on. I just like <laughs> show your beautiful, beautiful flowing locks. <laughs> you look like Antifa. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the way with oh. your sunglasses, you have your sunglasses like that. It makes me think of the poster for Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, good. Okay. Oh. Maybe Fear and Loathing in Newark. <laughs> um. So, so okay. Uh-oh. So we had to like leave the terminal because the American Airlines terminal sucks. There's like nothing good in there, and it was like mm-hmm. super loud. And we have our cat. So we came out, and there's like food places outside of security. I went to the bathroom. There's like a woman who was naked sitting at the end of the bathroom. I don't know what the hell she was doing. She was like sitting on the floor doing something. Uh, she hot? <laughs> she's probably like in temperature hot. Like she probably has a fever. <laughs> I would have a fever. <laughs> she's probably like really, really sick, you know, in oh all sorts goodness. of ways. Damn. Yeah, Damn. so I had to use the bathroom so bad. Luckily, as soon as I left, they closed the bathroom and a bunch of like Port Authority police officers went in there to like address it. They ran a train on her. (laughs) (laughs) That's all they did. They were like, oh, 
It'll be on Pornhub in about eight minutes. Yes, Jesus. There's it's an OnlyFans shoot. Speaking of OnlyFans, Tommy Lee uh, just launched an OnlyFans. What? You guys saw this. Was that uh, Instagram dick pic just a teaser for an OnlyFans? I guess it was the catalyst for it. I'm looking. Of course, you know, the average OnlyFans subscription price is like about $9.99. He's charging $19.99. Does he really need the money? I mean, you think he no. he needs the money? No. I ju- oh, I just went to his OnlyFans. This is, did you see this last post? It says, new OnlyFans just dropped. Watch me bang this woman in the Newark Port Authority. Uh, in the Newark <laughs> Airport bathroom. Are they playing Prudential Center tonight? That makes total sense. <laughs> no, he just likes to hang around the airports. It's like weird thing he does. He hands out methods of mayhem CDs to people as they oh, get God. off of flights. And they say, it no, looks- thank you. Yeah. <laughs> It looks like he only has about like 10, 10 photos or 15 photos. So is it sexual or is it just like his penis or like what is it? I don't know. I'm not I'm not paying the 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. They're locked. There's no samples. Did it? Yeah. I, was, Patreon, I mean, basically. is it true that there's people now doing like they make OnlyFans and they're not sexual? Like it's just yes. a way to sell yes. things like videos and stuff? Yes. Yeah. That's so uh, weird. Does OnlyFans like approve of that or they don't give a shit? That was what? the original intention of it. Oh really? Um, it like, just became like, sex. It kind of was like a pre, like in, in the the first goal with it was to be like a premium Snapchat in a way, like for your super fans to get like little uh, snaps that, and then the the porn stars got a hold of it. I never knew that. And then everybody started making some money. Oh, so they still it's still like they haven't rebranded as a porn site then. Correct. Okay. They just, tried well, to get away from the porn. They tried to ban all the porn, but yeah. there was such a backlash. Yeah, exactly. Like oh, two okay. days later, they're like, we take that back. Oh, I think I vaguely remember this now that you're saying that. Like, there Yeah, was because there. it was actually from, it was the reason I was reading is uh, pressure from religious groups to credit card companies to not take payments from course. these type of sites. And they were trying to get like some funding. So it was like a whole political thing. That's so dumb. If you're a religious site, a play, you know, whatever organization, wouldn't you want one place to have all the porn so that it's not on like Twitter or whatever else you, you use? It seems like a nice like uh, containment unit for you. No, they like they prefer having it in their face so they could get angry about it. Oh, that's they true. don't want it at all. Yeah. And yeah, Dusty Rhodes Buffler, he knows the deal. Sex workers have co-opted OnlyFans. There's a backlash towards OnlyFans that they aren't like actually you know, supporting their creator community and, and uh, there's competitive fan sites now, like uh, just for fans, which mm-hmm. give you better commissions, I guess. Which but then I am, I am not, I am, which one, I am, but which a one voyeur. are you showing your toes on? I oh, am no. but a voyeur. I, 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 I do not sell any premium, Rob content other than on the live cast Patreon. That's where you get Rob. That's where you get Rob's dick pics. <laughs> Do any of you three patronize OnlyFans? No. I can't say I have ever. Uh... It's too much free content. I don't, I'm cheating. Yeah. I've given a few, a select few, a month subscription, like a, a j- j- some out of curiosity, some just because it's like, you know what? You're adorable. I'll give you. <laughs> you need some cash. Here you're you just go. a daddy wow, with a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're cute. 
I'm sure they didn't give it back. And one of them was a was, was a pro wrestler who I was curious, like, what you're supposed to do? But then there were no nudes, so it was very disappointing. Oh. So it's, was he's it? not was he is he gay or is he just in a? Yeah, it was it was the it was the NXT wrestler Jake Atlas. Oh, okay. He's the. Wasn't he outed or did he come out? Those no, he was he, he 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 was always out oh, himself. Okay. He was, he outed his boyfriend. I believe. That's what I'm thinking the, of. Right? Ouch! There was a, there was a dramatic domestic dispute where he got arrested. Yeah, and the and cops' started, body cam footage went on the internet. Yeah, oh, and it was wow. very embarrassing because he Aww. was clearly drunk and and like just saying anything. It was, it was like a "Do you know who I am?" type of thing, and like the "Why yeah. would I beat my boyfriend?" I'm famous wrestler Jake Atlas. You know that's yeah. Oh, like, I'm, a, I'm an internet. But he was also, then he was promo. like, "Also, do you understand? I'm threatened. I am a Mexican gay person of color, and you're a white man." And the cop like right. couldn't have been friendly. Like he was like completely non-threatening. Cop handled so, it by it, the book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it 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 made him look very very bad. It also made that for a couple of weeks, it was like fuel for right wing conservatives to go like, look at this woke crybaby. And the cop was pu- beautifully nice to him. And he brings up the race card, you know, so that went around. Yeah. too. Oh, look at uh, we got a Dudorino comment that says, what about Tony Atlas's only? Oh, no. <laughs> That's just women's shoes on his face. Yeah. His his only fans is him paying only fans to look at feet all day. That's what his only fans is. Uh, speaking of the, the right record, one thing I did want to talk about, uh, and Noah, I don't know how long you want to hang out. You got plenty of time, so please. <laughs> Just until but I, I have to use to... the bathroom again. Okay. Well, I wanted to mention this. Uh, Just had some Cordobo. Little... Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Very nice. I'm hungry. <laughs> Not very time. nice. It is what it I mean, is. It's fine. It, it's yeah. overpriced. Hipsters, hipsters Chipotle. Oh, you know, last time I was at the airport when I went to Denver. I noticed a significant drop in prices in many things. How was the pricing for your food, Noah? I paid $15 for a veggie bowl and a side of chips. That sounds standard. That sounds pretty reasonable. Like, that no would, beverage? Like, that sounds like no, no airport markup to me. Not yeah, yeah like because I feel like they're trying to not do uh, airport markup. <laughs> but anyway, so the point I'm trying to get that. Okay, so they really uh, Disney has this Little Mermaid trailer. I, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Doesn't matter. No. Okay. But the quote unquote controversy is that Ariel is black. Yes. And the racists are upset. And <laughs> I want to tell you guys. I have seen. I saw a total of, and, and obviously I'm. I am not in a racist echo chamber, so I'm not seeing these. But I've seen a total of maybe two racist posts, and then five thousand clapbacks about like, oh, this is racist, but somebody playing it, you know, like. Right. The, the whole publicity arc for this movie has been people clapping back at non-existent racists <laughs> about well, it. Wasn't, wasn't like the first one like some broadcaster, like some actual media personality that people were clapping back at? Some was like it? right-wing media personality? There was like a I video. Oh, I, just w- I just want to know who's playing Sebastian because he's my favorite character of With the I mean. I'll look it up. So. Douglas Levison, I believe. Oh. And is he in like a like a crab suit? Wallace <laughs> Sean, wow. Who is what? That? Just, I'm He's kidding. alive? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Is he alive though? <laughs> I think he is, yeah. Right. David Diggs does the voice of Sebastian. 
Hamilton. <laughs> a Jewish Everybody's guy. Ham- Hamilton. No, he's a black dude. Yeah. Oh, it's just okay. I was just seeing so so and like just. Well, Sebastian was a Caribbean in the yeah. original, so yeah. but so they they reserved the race. They preserved the race for Sebastian, but not for Eric. But it's just a voice anyway, right? Melissa McCarthy plays Ursula. Wow, How Javier Bardem that. plays King Triton. What the fuck is this movie? This is crazy. <laughs> says there's been a lot of complaints from the right complaining that she's not white. Like that's so it's just this is a fictional character. It's a mermaid. Mermaids aren't real. Right. It's like I just want to say I I complain about all musicals. So my my grudge is that it's a musical. Yeah. (laughs) Thumbs down. No, thank you. Yeah. My complaint is that uh, the actress they selected to play Ariel uh, has real legs, and she's not actually a mermaid. She's not. <laughs> yeah, it's like it doesn't. So I yeah, like it's to watch it. it. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it. I don't know. It's like it, this seems uh, shallow to say, but it feels like Disney. It knows. I mean, they have to know that there's going to be the mild racist. Like they obviously did the market research to see right. there's far l- more non-racists than racists where it's worth the blowback. And it feels like they know they're going to get so much publicity from people being like, no, we have to see this just. And, and it, it comes out very gross to me. It's just like it does. cynical. It, yeah, it's very cynical. Thank you. I would. I can see them choosing a black actress not because she's the best actress uh, but because they want racists to get mad about it i could i wouldn't put that i'm not saying that happened here but i'm just saying i wouldn't put that past the corporation to be saying, that cynical are you saying they're virtue signaling is that what uh, no 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 <laughs> I, don't the i don't think they're virtue signaling i think it's money driven I think it's profit. Oh, of course. I don't think it's like virtue. Like they think black actors are better than white actors or anything. They're not trying to prove any kind of point. I think so. So you don't think they're doing it just to like present as like a company that you know has like diversity on its. I think they care mind or whatever. But there's a cash motive to presenting that. Yeah. They won't do a good thing without making money off of it. They're doing it not because they want there to be, not because they care about little girls having representation, little black girls having Right, like, exactly. They don't give a shit about that. They just care about money. That's yes. I mean, I'm sure okay. they do give a <laughs> shit about that, but only if it also helps them. It's like we could do a nice yeah. thing and all make money off of it. Cool. We wouldn't do the nice thing if we couldn't make money off of it. Have you hung out against uh, with like really wealthy elite people? recently or at any point of your life no they don't give a shit they only care about themselves no making more money quite a lot no, what have you yeah. been doing in tucson <laughs> <laughs> well that's where the bilderberg group meets now they moved it bilderberg yes the bilderberg group <laughs> the cabal that secretly runs the forest Oh my goodness! So, what are you going to be doing for six hours in New York? You might be actually. You, have, you should look up your credit card. You might be able to get like some money out of this. No, we already like read. Lo- oh, you're no! Right. If there's mechanic, so it's a mechanical problem with the plane. If it's a mechanical problem and causes you delays or whatever, you can't. You, Damn I mean, it! The airline industry gets away with murder. Every single flight I've had, either the flight to or the return flight, is like fucked up. It's been pretty know. bad. It's, it's, it's been so bad. And like anywhere else, like if, if you get this kind of service, you just would not go back 
to like the store or whatever, or you can complain or you can report it to like the Better Business Bureau or whoever. The what, do you, what actually Build happens Bird when you report fund. something to the Better Business Bureau? There's, there's my like mom negative used to reviews. always threaten that. I know, but my mom that too. Like Yelp, like what's the I difference? I think it was a mom thing for sure. Yeah. Well, they like there's have... negative reviews, but who goes to the Better Business Bureau to check on a business before using them? Nobody. I don't does think that it's. The, I, don't, I think the, they have a, it has functionality to leave a review, but really, what the Better Business Bureau does is like they're an agency that investigates actual businesses. Oh, they okay. get enough complaints, they go after them. But hmm. yeah, they could find them and, and and stuff like that. Somebody needs to do a, a deep dive on that and see if they actually do that because I haven't heard anything about them actually. Well, it's probably just corrupt, like every other yeah. agency that's supposed to watchdog big corporations. Yeah. Noah, you said the airports, the airlines get away with murder. Can you check on that woman? I'm getting a little worried. <laughs> <laughs> She's all right. That's just getting away with raw dogging. <laughs> I gave my uh, dessert last night to a displaced uh, person. And, oh, that's uh, nice you know, of you. On the way home. I knew I wasn't going to eat it, and I figured it was included in our prefix, so... Which if dessert just, did you pick? Hold on, I, I could have that cannoli. You just gave it. To, I didn't know you wanted. I would. No, I, I would have given it to you. No, well, no, no, it's better. It's better. I did it last night when we got to dessert. I don't know if you guys saw this. Marina ordered the almond cake, and she took like two bites. She didn't want any more. Immediately, she she just like faces Rob, and she's like, "Here, Rob," and she gives it to Rob. Like she, she knew that. And he I want to point it. out, I, I was nowhere near Marina. I was like yeah. six Crossed people the, away from her. She so threw a like post it. pattern to Rob, <laughs> and he just—he <laughs> was like a disposable. <laughs> but Rob, you, so you had two desserts, and you're shaming me for giving my cannoli. I, I want—I was curious with the cannoli. There was some like wild Charlie Day conspiracy graph network of desserts being passed around this table. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> it was like there was desserts going every direction. Here, have some scary. of this. Here, putting it in each other's mouth. <laughs> it was great. It was. It was a very, very good restaurant. Giovanni's. Then, Give them a plug. Yeah, on 8th Avenue and Prospect Avenue. Close to where the Grand Prosper Hall used to be, but yeah. no yeah. longer is. What's there now, Rob? Anything the or still condos, but uh, it's nothing. That's where the Bilderberg group meets in the chapter <laughs> of New York City. <laughs> I just thought it was like like it was a very like New York moment also um after the meal when we went outside. Sorry, I know you had a comment there, but let me just finish yeah. my thought. Um because Rob bumped into like someone that he knew immediately. And then as I was saying goodbye, actually as I was hugging Amy goodbye, I noticed sitting outside was a comedian who I've met like only like through online, like through Nikki. His name is Emil Joaquim. He's really funny. And he lives in that neighborhood and he was just out there. So I was like, no freaking way. So it was like the first time we had met in person. That's awesome. Oh, it's the hub. It's the neighborhood hub. I was just like, "This this feels like a movie. There was a jazz band playing. Darren, which which movie did it feel like since you're the the film expert? Uh, It felt like Out for Justice. We were all out on the (laughs) the Brooklyn Street. Everyone had a Steven Seagal accent. There's one guy Rob ran into. He's like signing a book for this other guy. Hey, this is my book. Take a look at this thing. Yeah, this is my book. (laughs) There you go. 
You want to say who he was? I don't know if you want. That to. guy looked like if Bill Apter just decided to tour with the Grateful Dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> very nice yeah. guy, though. very gregarious, yeah. like you know, talking to everybody. I like these Brooklyn people that just like hold court with everybody. You know? Yes. Like, I, yeah. You know, this guy over here, no, this guy over here, terrific. We go way back. This guy yeah, worked really on my, This guy worked on my car three years ago. <laughs> tree. Just know everybody. You got a well, debt? I know a guy that bang that right out tomorrow. Two hours. It is true, oh. though, that anytime you go anywhere with Rob in that neighborhood, he will run into someone he knows from metal or wrestling, and they all look exactly the same. Yeah. It's yeah. just variations on the exact same dude. Or anywhere. I fucking go. I went to uh, AEW with Rob, and we we're standing in line, you know, to get in after we had our tickets out, ready to go in the turnstile. Mm-hmm. This dude walks up. Hey, Rob, metal injection. Like it happens yeah. constantly. Very famous. We have a very oh, yeah, famous right. friend. Do you still uh, do you still cor- do you correct them when they say metal injection, or it's just a, a piece of the you past? Them how? I mean, and by I'm correct not, them, do you I, I tug on the leash? That they're I don't work there to? anymore. <laughs> I sold it. I'm independently wealthy now. Oh well, if if they ask, I'm not going to give them the whole spiel. Uh, typically, I'm just like thanks, and then the conversation is over. I don't have to like. That's true. You don't want to see it. But you definitely get recognized still. Yeah, yeah, even in even in well, a lot in the neighborhood actually. In like, Denver, did you get recognized in Denver? Mm. It's not so much across state no, lines it, anymore. Yeah, recognize yeah. Grinder though. There's celebrity on there. <laughs> the guy from the bathhouse uh, recognized you. I haven't been recognized on Grinder yet. <laughs> Thankfully, that was always a weird. That was that always felt weird to think like if someone would be like. Hey, I know hey. you. Metal injection, yeah. right? No, something else. How would you feel if you were like pounding a dude as he told you how awesome your Guar interview was? Oh <laughs> my god! Turn on for uh, you? That, it would be a boner killer, I think. Oh Cause no, because it, it would be like a little. It, it would it would throw me off. Isn't that like ultimate topping? <laughs> it's like I mean, I, I telling you I, how I, great you are as your yes, but like in that particular moment, it would throw me off a little. Like if it was beforehand, Wait. I could probably deal with it better. Or I'm going to give you a tougher. Or like if we're, if we're cuddling after, you know. That's <laughs> I'm going to give you a tougher Chuck Klosterman card. Okay, you ready? Okay. What would you do if you were pounding a guy, and he told he told you he read an article on metal injection, and they they should really fire that guy. <laughs> oh, that I would fuck him harder. And he didn't know it was you. He just was complaining about a band. Oh, Shifty Shortcake has an interesting <laughs> scenario. What if you're pounding away and he says he loved your article on Lamb Goat? That's a good question. I would be Let flattered. No that. That one. That's Rob. the right question. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so Lamb Goat is not around either anymore. He no, sold guy, it to like some it. guys, I just know. some friends of his. Yeah, so it's still around. It's just it's not Alex anymore. Who friend of the show? You know who he sold it to? <laughs> oh, I thought I thought he sold it to Gatan Dugas. Oh no, he didn't. Gatan Dugas uh, wasn't available, unfortunately. Gatan Dugas. <laughs> and Metal Mofo, sadly, I, I don't think it's around anymore. Uh, I don't know what happened to Carlos. It's yeah, still like, up. It's just not being updated. Yeah. Yeah. All right, probably, Carlos. The uh, domain didn't expire yet, unlike the uh, proprietor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Rob, what if you just bought that domain and you started running that site? What if you bought Piercing Metal <laughs> and, like, really spruced it up so that 
10 peers can have a career. That's $89 USD. <laughs> Can't buy his Yelp account, though. That's priceless. That's not on the market. Yeah, so it's like the Mona Lisa. You can't put a number oh, on Oh, how that. many Better Business Bureau reviews do you think he has or he has written? Because he's from, like, our parents' generation. But he's, he's fully on Yelp. He's a modern modern man. Isn't he younger than everyone here? And just no, like no, there's no way. no way. I thought he just acts like an old man. And he's no, like no, 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 no. I thought it was Rob's age. No, he's no. got it. No, there's he's no almost chance. getting Social Security. Like, he's... <laughs> really? He's absolutely... At least in his 50s. I swear I thought he was all of your age and I was like no, the next no step way. up. No, 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 no. He's been around. Well, he's got that one avatar that looks like he's 35 and just a weird looking 35 year old. just frozen in time. Yeah, it might be from when he was 35, but that's not. Well, you could very easily find his address on Google. That's He needs to tighten that up. Oh. He's only a 10 minute walk from my apartment. Don't oh, encourage you're giving a, oh, people yeah. a lot of roadmaps to your apartments. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it could just be in any direction. Me. They don't know. Right. Well, they're going to draw a compass point and like, so just make a big circle and walk yeah. around that line. And wait I never go you. outside, so they ain't seeing me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. What floor well, are you on? Fifth. Thank you. So just <laughs> take your binoculars, look at every fifth floor window in his building. Sid, what's him? your mother's maiden name oh. and the last four digits of your social? Just look, go around that area and look for the leaky refrigerator. <laughs> oh, there you go. No, we got that fixed. We got it replaced finally. New strategy, then. I would oh, have yeah. loved to have been there. Like a fly on the wall to see Sid like so mad yelling at another man. I wasn't even that mad because it was just absurd. Like I thought for sure he wasn't taking me seriously. I was just being sarcastic. How did you say it? Like what was your tone? Just very sarcastic. I was like, yeah, you know what it is? We we did that. We had that leak happen on purpose because we think you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> and like I thought I was saying it's so obviously sarcastic. But also like – even if I said it deadpan, like that's not a thing. People don't. You, why would you I hate your neighbor so much? Yeah, exactly. You hate oh, your neighbor so much that you would ruin your own apartment. Just well, you think you know what it is when people do that? Usually, there's like a two second beat, and then they go, "Nah, I'm just fucking with you," and you just like stared at him with the. With the dead well, yeah, that's eyes. the other thing. My, I didn't open the door because this oh. was like pre. I think before like vaccines were readily available. I don't trust that guy to. Oh, so you did it through the door. Yeah, I, I wasn't dignified him with, like, opening the door. Fuck oh, that. That's definitely right, well, selling that. But I have had face-to-face -face uh, confrontations with him also, pre-COVID. Well, but at that point, I wasn't opening the door for that guy. He was writing it's those poems, weird. which is the original COVID. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nothing drives people into social distancing more than that kind of shit. Oof. Did he He's ever, like, slip a poem under your door? Like yeah, he let he he would leave notes with the doorman to give me. He wouldn't even come to my door to leave the note. That was the first interaction when I told this story where I like had the, the flu real bad and I passed out in the middle of the night on the way back from the bathroom. And he left a note with the doorman the next day saying that, you know, he has to get up for work and whatever noise we were making woke him up. Like you almost dying. So I left a note at his door, like a, a non weirdo, <laughs> saying, "Yeah, that was my head hitting the floor because I passed out." But you'll be happy to know that I'm okay now, so it should be fine. I don't plan on passing out. <laughs> Can you? Uh, but everybody do, in the building hates him. 
Dudorino just said, leave a trail of Entenmans to a box trap. <laughs> that would work. <laughs> Entenmans, a local bakery in New York that has fine baked goods Delicious. that are in every grocery store. Is it only in New York? I don't know. I, I, I'm have, I hope it's, it's national. But, I mean, Dudorino's like a culinary expert, so like he might know of it, and it's maybe true. that doesn't mean it's all the way in, in the West Coast, though. I'm sure we've also mentioned it on the show before. That's good. It's like the well. There's the that iconic and... photo of Sid with the two boxes. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's good stuff, Darren. I feel like you, you had a story you wanted to share, a oh, non-college right, class yeah. story. <laughs> well, all right. So let me do a little backstory, a little explanation first. So I live in an apartment building, and on the side of the building, there is a law office. Okay, and it has a, its own entrance. So then the front, there's all the like the front door where if you live there, you go in there, you go to your apartment, you go home. Uh, but if you want to go to the law office, you got to go around the corner. Okay, so all the time, what happens is people come to this law office, they go in the front door, they look around for a half an hour, they don't know where the fuck they are, and then finally, somehow, they figure it out. They go back outside, and they go. And by the way, I think it's a like a Saul Goodman type thing because. They all have either crutches or canes oh. or some kind of neck brace or whatever. I have a question, Darren. Yeah. Is the entrance to this law office like where they keep the trash? Like in the back of the building? Close to it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was so before it was a dentist. It's like it's been retail, like different, you know, those types of things. Yes, dentist yes. office once and now it's a law office for the past ten years or so. Uh so one day this guy, uh He's he's looking around. This is months ago. He's looking around. He's got he's about six seven, a black guy. Uh, he has a Nets hat on, Brooklyn Nets hat, and he's kind of limping on this cane. Is it Blake Griffin? Sounds no. like Blake Griffin so far. No, he's dark skin, not, not okay. Blake. Um, and I go, uh, hey, what's up? What's going on? He's like, yeah, I'm looking for the law office. I said, oh yeah, sure. You just go right out the door here. It's a real little weird. You got to go around the corner. They're like, oh, thank you so much. You know, because people Google it and they see the address, my address, and mm-hmm. they of course go in yeah. the front door. Right. Okay. So time passes. SpongeBob title card. All right. Now this is a maybe two weeks ago, a week ago, and there he is, and he's talking to somebody else, and he's got a cane. He's got a Nets hat, six foot seven. And I'm like, I remember that guy. And now he's asking somebody else, where's the law office? Someone else that lives in my building. So I go, oh, that's weird, you know? And then uh, the person <laughs> tells him, he goes, oh, okay. He walks outside. He comes around the corner. And I'm on, I happen to be walking like sort of alongside him to go where I'm going. And I, I, had, I had to ask him, like, didn't I help you like find the law office a couple of months ago? He goes, no. <laughs> I said, what? Oh, heartbreak and he goes you remembered him but he's hold on you he says i've never been here before so now Uh-oh. i'm like oh this <laughs> this is this guy now thinks i'm racist this guy's gonna think <laughs> i only i think all black people look alike and i'm like no wait Darren, hold on no. and i you? can't say i can't say this because then i'm he hasn't said anything to me he just kind of looked at me like i was a weirdo so yeah. I can't be like, no, 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 I'm not racist. It's because you're six foot seven. You have a cane. You have the exact same hat on as the other guy. It's not because you're black. 
but how can I even bring that up? So I just kind of slinked away. But now I'm thinking like this guy thinks I'm a huge fucking like I'm in the Ku Klux Klan or something. Like I guess no, he has dementia. Day. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe he was gaslighting. Louis you. body but dementia. That's what he has. I know. Could him. Be, that's what Robin Williams had, right? He <laughs> could have. He could have um, been fucking with me, like Sid said. That, like, you think that's possible? He just didn't want to have a conversation, so he's just yeah. like, leave me alone. Oh, wouldn't the quicker yeah. conversation be like, okay, thank you, even though he knew where he was? Oh, no, no. The quicker conversation would be like, uh, oh, I guess that is the fastest way out of it, right? No. <laughs> Shifty Shortcake 3D going to change his name to 3K. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not. I'm not. That guy might change that's my name one. to 3K. <laughs> <laughs> I was mortified. I was like, no, the plea. Like, I felt like Larry David, you know? Like, I was like, this is a total misunderstanding. Like, I think that's a reasonable, if that really wasn't him. Isn't that a reasonable mistake to make? Like, it was not, it's clearly not race based. Yeah. I mean, they have the same characteristics entirely. But, like, and he's in the I same situation I, doing the same exact but thing. But let's say it guy. was him and he acknowledged that it was him. What do you think? Where would that conversation have gone in your mind at that point? I don't know. Maybe it was just dumb to even say anything, but I just could, I just thought it was such a weird thing. And I like, I have the flaw, I think, of over connecting with people. Like mm. when an interesting situation happens in life, like I you just, had a moment, I say was- something to the person, and then maybe we have a little chat for two seconds mm-hmm. and I go on my way. But there's sometimes people don't even want to acknowledge you exist. Yeah. And so, like, I think that's a flaw in my life. You know, like people, a lot of people want to stay in their holes and just don't want to, no like, way. if I, if, like if I didn't know Sid and I did that to him, he'd probably be like, "This person's uh, get away from me." Or, I'm, I'm I'm sad to even have to be outside right now. That's, also, that's you got to figure like a guy in, in with a cane and he's going to see the lawyer. That's probably not his best moment. Sure, you're it's right. Like yeah. like bad, sad shit he's about to have to deal with. Most I likely. don't deny it. But he had a big smile on his face uh, both times. Oh, like, hmm. If it was the same guy, I mean, both gentlemen had the same. Well, seemed very happy. Do you think he just like he just didn't want to talk to you and that was just like his way of just like blowing you off, maybe? I, this is a total conundrum to me. That's why all these unanswered questions suddenly but came But also, up. like, are you, like, you know, I think you are projecting the idea that he thought you were racist. Right. Just, I completely yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Like, like that's all on you. And, right. and, and I think that by even, even beginning to acknowledge it is, would then put you in the, Oh, why are people like my shirt says I'm not a racist. And yet right. people constantly are coming up to me and asking me if I'm racist. That's why I didn't say anything. Yeah. What was the first thing yeah. out of my mouth? I said, I can't say that. Yeah. Well, this yeah, is yeah, what yeah, I started yeah. worrying about. So it's fine. It's fine. Oh, yeah. I know I didn't handle it in a racist way. I'm just saying, like, I don't even like to be to that to even be a possibility of a thought, you know? Uh, I had a moment like that, a very similar moment like that as well. It was actually at the airport. Uh, <laughs> it was when I was returning from the airport. Abs- the airport. <laughs> uh, was it New York? <laughs> It was JFK. I was returning from Amsterdam, and of oh, look, Bob is not on the couch. Oh, there she is. Oh, Rob had the uh, Bobka cam on at the dinner last night. Yeah, he, he had a security cam in his house watching the dog. What you didn't show safety. me? You didn't show me. Oh, he was Rude. showing everybody what I'll she was doing. Chat. She was just sleeping. Oh, uh, she's like, I'm. A- <laughs> uh, so I was at the airport and here's a hot tip folks 
when you're at the airport, a lot of these airport, the major international airports, they have this mobile ID, this mobile passport app that you can download and you answer all the questions on the app as opposed to filling out the piece of paper. And by having the app, it essentially allows you to skip the whole line. However, here's the problem. Wait, skip what line? <laughs> the shoe checking line? No, the immigration line. No, no, no. Oh, so come this in- is only in- customs. Customs. Flights? He means Inter- customs. Yeah, customs. Thank you. Sorry, I couldn't think of the so word. This is customs. only international. Only international. So yeah. I'm at the internet. I'm at customs, a U.S. customs, trying to get back in the country, and we're, we're at the front of this line. But there is a bureaucratic nightmare in that the mobile ID line, and then the line for uh, flight attendants or you know pilots uh-huh. and diplomats are all being funneled into one one customs officer. Okay. Or they should be two separate customs officers. And the uh, flight workers and diplomats get super priority. They all have to go through first before. And it ends up where it's like, I'm like, we're standing there where we could have gone to the regular customs yeah. line and been through it at this point. And I'm like... And this is already after a seven-hour flight. I'm just fucking impatient. I just want to go fucking home and take a shower. Much like you are, Noah, right now, I'm sure. And, and like we're sitting there, like, there's all of these employees that go through, employees that go through, and then just, like, regular people are going through. And I lose my mind. And I'm like, excuse me, do you have a pass? And, like, this guy looks at me. And it's it's a Kenyan diplomat. Oh, <laughs> and I am mortified. I'm I'm exactly your reaction, Darren. Of like, oh my, why did I single? Oh, this you're being guy a out? Karen. Of, of 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 all the people, why did I single this guy out? Oh my God, he must think I'm so <laughs> I I was uh, wow. Sorry. But I will say, my Karen moment did create enough of a of a. <laughs> Hubbub, where the like head of customs brought another customs officer just to deal mm. with to the appease entry your people. white yeah. privilege. Yes, <sighs> and uh, Shifty Shortcake was like uh, Robbie, like don't you know I'm Robert Passabidi or whatever? <laughs> I I I basically pulled that. I was like, come on, fuck! I just I really just wanted to go home. I was, and oh, also I've got home. wrestling oh, gossip to write about. Let's it's, go. It's seven <laughs> hours that I hadn't smoked weed. I've just been in Amsterdam, so I've been high the whole time. You know, you can't play. I was I was very 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 cranky, but it was it was very awkward. The way the look the diplomat gave me of like, my word! (laughs) What did he say? Like, how did you find out? He didn't say a word. So, how did you know he was a Kenyan diplomat? Somebody else was like, "Oh no, that's a diplomat." (laughs) I thought you were just really on on top of like Kenya U.S. relations. Yeah, yeah, like like the the you could see with his passport that it had like an emblem of like a. You inspected the man's passport when you snatched it out of his hand. No, he had it in his hand. Let me see that. Yeah, Rob had to make sure. This is sure. a forgery. Uh, no. You hold up the line for this? Keep digging yourself deeper, Rob. Stop. Uh, right. I'll stop. Wow. You're right. Man, it made my story seem tame by comparison. We already forgot about your story, Darren. This one's so Good. like inflammatory. Good. I was with Marina and she, she was like, oh, no, it's okay. It's fine. That's the typically a thing our friend Marita would do. 
Really? Is she Karenish? <laughs> She's not, she doesn't even realize it. It's, with her, it's all like very. I don't know. She does, just doesn't have a filter. Or she doesn't think about like those kind of implications. I think because she's not originally from here, some of those subtleties are lost on her, and sometimes it has either awkward or hilarious implications. But she's been here for like thirty years, though. But there's she? still certain things that she just I don't know just does not pick up on, and it's fantastic every time. It's hilarious. <laughs> Mostly, it's like in conversations with us. She's not actually doing it to like a specific person. What's an example? Oh, if you don't want to call her out, I don't. Yeah, what I don't know. I feel. What I did she say about some... the new mermaid movie? I haven't talked to her about that. I should. <laughs> she didn't have a take. She didn't have a take. She's not a fan I of the woke <laughs> But yeah, let's see. Uh, I guess we just, uh, we're, we're almost we're almost out of time, folks. Hmm. Uh, Israeli guy, did, yeah. Did he did send us uh, these two links? That I wanted to that I wanted to <laughs> uh, share really quickly before we get out of here. Uh, this one thing, the way he he was like saying, "Wow, the things you could fu- you could buy in America," and he, and it's this Isra- or Hebrew tweet, I should say. Uh, let me share the screen, and here it is. So. Uh, in Hebrew, it says, now I want to go back to the me before knowing that such a thing existed. Uh-huh. And what it is, is fi- fake prosthetic feet, like like the the front half of the feet with the toes. Yeah. And it's like a glove. Yeah. To put and, over your actual feet. Yes. And it says, do you want to be fashionable, but also dress Tunzig is that like no you know, be be like a prude like be reserved kosher I guess modest yeah no what does that mean I, that's in Yiddish I don't speak Yiddish oh, yeah. do you want to look stylish but would never wear open toe shoes <laughs> now available prosthetic toes for open toe shoes Jesus okay be how style, many guys go in Hashem's flavor favor. <laughs> How many guys have bought those just to like? Oh my god, that's the only people buying those. You're so right. I love this line is going to stick with me forever. Be in style, but still in Hashem's favor. Hashem doesn't like style, but he'll mess with that. So wild. Should we get some? Maybe maybe buy a few pairs to to send to some livecast fans. What? Like (laughs) gifts. I feel like if Rob bought one of those, it would just fit over like three of your toes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's different sizes. I'm sure there's some gigantic (laughs) Hebrew women that need extra larges. So you can't show your toes in open toe shoes, but you can show fake toes. Yeah. like So I was actually talking about my dad. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, well, I was just going to quickly say, like, isn't the whole thing of being modest to, like, not turn men on? Like, won't those toes, like, turn men on? Yeah, if you're from afar, you're not going to notice until you inspect it closely. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so my dad recently took up vaping, uh, tobacco, you know, nicotine, not not weed, uh, unfortunately. Uh, and so, what you know, he is a very selective religious <laughs> Jew. He just... Uh, do, so he, he does the menu approach he just picks yeah picks and chooses. so like yeah. but you know he'll observe the sabbath by not using fire 
uh, but he's addicted to smoking cigarettes. So, you know, for a long time, he wouldn't smoke for a whole day. And it was very difficult for him because, you know, you're not supposed to use fire. He'll watch TV, though. Yom Kippur, he doesn't use electricity. Not Yom Kippur. Electricity is okay. But now, so vaping is like his workaround on the Sabbath to smoking. And I'm just like, like, who are you tricking? Like, doesn't in your universe of rules, in these rules of this book that you follow, wouldn't have- God be on to you? Like, yeah. isn't he aware of what you're doing? <laughs> I know exactly the suggestion for you. And so oh. how many of those like Orthodox families have tried that with a hot plate and left it on <laughs> and burned down you know, the house. And, and burned down the house. Yeah. So That's tell- because Hashem wanted that to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, warn, warn your father. Oh, so you're well, saying God, God, God is vengeful? He might, yes, his hot he might, plate, his, yeah, his he's gonna, he's gonna inhale and that vape pen will explode. Exactly. He's, he's mad that we weren't Jewish enough. That's why he let the Holocaust happen and hot plates burn down houses. <laughs> In but, Midwood. Rob, you made a great point, which is that, like, forget about let's what you said is valid, but let's put that to the side about tricking God. All right, let's just mm-hmm. say you believe in this book. The whole point is you believe that the rules are correct, right? Yeah, right. So either you believe that or you don't. So do it. If you believe it, do it. Why are you evading yeah. it? The whole, the whole point is you think that I'm not picking on your father. Lots of people. Be a man. <laughs> no, you, you pick on him. Go ahead. Show <laughs> him around. Come on, Papa Rabba. <laughs> Break All his right. back and make him humble. Oh, my God. Humble. Rob, go to There it. is that pick with Rob and his dad and the Iron Sheik. So. Oh, yeah. My dad, possible. She burned out with my dad. Hardcore. They spoke Farsi to each other. Wow. It's very very adorable. How many Americans Uh, can say they spoke Farsi to the Iron Sheik? Not many. Uh, So, uh, Israeli guy also shared this incredible piece of propaganda of of disinformatia from (laughs) from Russia. So, I guess there's a, a tourism video try to convince people to come visit Russia. And it's, it, it almost seems like parody. So let's take a quick look before we get out of here. Yeah. This is Russia. Delicious cuisine. Yeah. Beautiful women. Right, that was a little jazz. <laughs> Rich history. World famous literature. It's true. Unique architecture. True. Fertile soil. Oh, okay. cheap electricity and water. A what? Ballet. Okay. Cheap taxi and delivery. Wait, what? Traditional value. Wait, oh. what? Christianity. Oh, hold on. No cancel culture. <laughs> Hospitality. Vodka. The economy that can withstand thousands of sanctions. Time to move to Russia. Don't delay. Winter is coming. And you want to spend it in Russia? Is that a threat? What was that? I think the the point is if you're going to Russia, you got to get there before winter to secure shelter because you're going to be stuck there for six months. God damn it. What is that? What's going on here? Somebody Some Is that like someone frying an egg on a cooking yeah. show? Yeah, I think that? just Facebook autoplayed a, another video. That was weird. But 
Yeah, when are we, when are we, when are we moving to Russia? Well, Dusty's no cancel told. culture yeah. and ability to withstand thousands of sanctions. Take I mean, that, Iran! Tell Pussy Riot that there's no cancel culture in Russia. Yeah. Tell Britney Griner. Mm, well, that's not cancel culture. That that's anti-drug culture. I it's mean, authoritarianism. Yeah. It's a kind yeah. of canceling. It's a more. It's canceling with teeth. It's fair. So we are we are gonna uh, wrap it up. But I do want to mention uh, Patreon. We have a really, really fun bonus episode up right now. We just posted earlier this week where we go diving deep on penile implants and their validity. We read some horror stories of people who regret getting it. It it was intense. And beyond that, we roast a Brooklyn politician. So it's really the best of both worlds. Patreon.com slash RIPLivecast. Five bucks a month gets you access and also you know if you want to support us but don't want to give us any money hey it's totally fine hang out with us on our discord ripalivecast.com you can have the invite right there discord is a chat app and you can just hang out with us we're there all the time what are we going to say Sid? what does rip stand don't oh rip stands for uh rotten tomatoes internet plagiarism (laughs) Uh, but uh don't forget the playlist don't forget the oh yes that's right uh we have a spotify playlist where we always uh Pick a bunch of songs. It's called the RPL Livecast Music Break. And uh, every week we each add a song. And uh, this week, the song that I picked, what did I pick here? Oh, I picked the Demo Burger, Demo Burger song. Oh. Interdimensional Summit. I put them on recently and I'm like, man, this song really goes hard. It's great. Oh, it's interesting. Sid, what did you that, pick? Oh, go ahead. No, go I ahead. I had Dan. a segue into what oh. I picked. Oh, yeah, good. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you picked a song about interdimensional space travel, and so did I, because I played an Earth, Wind, and Fire song called Jupiter, Oh, which is about a man who uh, encounters an alien being who has materialized from the planet Jupiter and teaches him about love and happiness. Mm. So I recommend everyone to listen to all of Earth, Wind, and Fire's back catalog, but especially that song. We celebrate their entire catalog. They are okay. one of the few bands with multiple drummers. Mm. Not a thing you see very often. The original Slipknot. Yeah. <laughs> also, I believe uh, Dave Grohl admitted that the uh, the drum fill in Smells Like Teen Spirit he stole from an Earth, Wind, and Fire song. Mm. Sid, what did you pick? I picked the song Minor Threat by the band Minor Threat because it popped into my head the other day, and it's a good mm. song, and I've never put a Minor Threat song on the playlist before. Mm. We're delightful. not... A minor threat. No, we're just. Oh, we're just. Yeah, that's right. We're just a minor threat. We're just. I got most of that. What are you doing? We're just. That's exactly how it sounds. It's uncanny. I thought the recording was playing. A minor threat. Uh, Noah, do you have a song you want us to throw up in the playlist? Yeah. Yes, I do. The other day, the song I Don't Want to Be Me came on. From type of oh classic. Oh, did I lose you? No, no, you're not. And I play, and I was like in the car, driving by myself, with the windows down, just having my moment. And then I had to like play it like a couple of times, so I want to like pass that along to the next person because it's a fucking great song. Cool. We'll throw that in there. I just great. did. Whoa, Sid is on top guess. of it. We aren't fucking around. 
And of course, we want to hear from you. Email us. gmail.com. Minor threat by minor threat. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, Rob. It's okay. Uh, oh, we got another... We got another email. Somebody uh, sent the link uh, about the latest. Like we were joking about all these places paying tribute to the to Her Majesty the Queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's this uh, gay sauna called Pleasure Dome that is closing. It says the staff and management of Pleasure Dome Spa joined together in expressing their sense of deep sadness and loss at the passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Queens respect queens. In accordance with the government guidance and advice, Pleasure Dome Spa will remain open on Monday, September 19th as a mark of respect to her late majesty, Queen Elizabeth II. No music will be played within the spa and no films will be shown. Oh, so they're not actually closed. They're not going to show any porn. But come schwitz your pain away. The cinema and main screen will show live events around her majesty's funeral throughout the day. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm going to go out a, on a limb and say that that a queen queen respect is goes in one direction. There. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I think so. I think Probably so. not a big fan of the I'm other sure. type of queen. Elizabeth <laughs> Unless it's Elton John. Yeah, sure. Select so like few queens, maybe. Yeah. She and can overlook it. If you, you know, we, we talked about the Patreon. And if you want to throw us a few extra bones, 10 bucks a month gets you a top live cast fan recognition. And you get a shout out at the end of the show, which is right now. How should we do it? Do it and in the voice of the Kenyan diplomat you offended. <laughs> I'm sure that so won't be just, problematic. Just silence. <laughs> just silence. The whole the whole top line. Here we go. Don't go there. Just gasp. That's it. That was it. That was it. That was it. That, that's how uh, I remember it. You said Austin Powers still holds up. Do it as Austin Powers. Okay. And Dr. Evil. Ooh, okay. Do I make you horny, Eric? Do I? (laughs) This is Rob in high school all over again. This is literally what it was like hanging out with with Rob in college. college Correct. One million Benjamins. (laughs) (laughs) This reminds me of that bus ride. Oh, no. El Duderino ham sandwich. Where's your pinky? Uh, well, that was at Austin Powers. Let's see. What are some other? Do we'll, do we'll mix it with Doctor Evil too? Yeah. That was your yeah. best impression. Dan R. All I want is sharks with some freaking laser beams on their heads. Sam, I am. Why don't you zip it? Shh. Zip it. <laughs> zip. This is calling. But I. But, I, but shh. Mini bears, come up. But Dad. But, but, but gender. <laughs> Rob, a good new shake, hey, hey Justin. <laughs> Cattle decaf. It smells like I took a crap on top of another crap. <laughs> oh, how did I forget about the fat bastard? You know when you're on an apartment building and you smell rubber vampiro, Hugo likes tacos and Lenda Danks? That plus crap. Oh, I was going to do a Hugo when I like tacos. I tacos when I like Hugo. That was going to be. <laughs> well, now we have to charge him double this week because yeah. we just shouted him out twice. Sorry, Hugo. Corn, it's Scotty H. Yeah, baby. Yeah. 
I think you forgot LaCroix, but I said it, so there we go. Let's say that's it's sexily. Doug, no, mother, that's Doug Pigman, baby. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I took a problematic line and I, I, uh. I made it a Patreon plug. Thanks for having me. Wait, he's not done. Just taking really long pauses. No, no, that's (laughs) the livecast listener. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Douglas, who are you, Levison? Who are you? Who are you? And who does number two work for? And hey, guys, it's Josh. Okay, that's I think you did you say Doug Pigman? Because I was going to say allow Doug Pigman to introduce Doug Pigman. <laughs> no, I was. Uh, that's not your mother. That's Doug Pigman. Oh, baby. sorry. See, it was well, so problematic. Triple charge him. Jeez. Oh well. But Noah, thank up. you so much for interrupting your busy airport time. I'm so glad my flight got delayed, just so that I could be here. <laughs> yeah, see, now you just you see, do you see what Hashem gives us? <laughs> it's because you. It's because you don't have your toes exposed. He. My toes you. are covered. And, and because you didn't light a hot plate yesterday. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but thank you so much. Safe travels. Oh, yeah, if you're in New York so... Airport, say hi to Noah. <laughs> it was so fun to see you guys. And I want to tell the RIP Livecast listeners, these guys are always talking about like the Discord. And they they love to, to hear from you. And uh, they talk about you more than they talk about me. And <laughs> it is sorry, not sorry. Of- over dinner last night, me and Darren did have an actual in-depth discussion about Dusty Rhodes muffler. Yes. Like, for real. So, some insider information. Only good things. We only said good yeah. things, Dusty. Don't worry. Oh, I can uh, confirm. What, is, what bad is there to say? Oh. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in, and we'll be back next Saturday. Bye, Noah. Bye, friends. Mwah.